This is Rivers to Resilience. The podcast where we educate, inspire, motivate and transform you and your teams on your journey to emotional resilience. We hear stories and advice from leaders and experts, allowing you to harness their wisdom with transformational, evidence-based strategies to building emotional resilience. Join accredited cognitive behavioural psychotherapist and author Martina Witter as she deep dives into all aspects of resilience building, whilst also helping you to crush stress and improve and retain your performance, productivity and profits. That's here on Rivers to Resilience. Money, mindset and mental toughness. That's what I'll be sharing and talking about on today's and this month's episode. And the reason why I decided to choose this as a app topic is because we're all experiencing that cost of living crisis in the UK. It started in late 2021 when we all experienced or a lot of people began to experience a fall in the real disposable income that we've got available. Most of us have got less money available to spend or to save after tax and after benefits and when that's adjusted for in terms of inflation. So has that cost of living crisis, has that affected you? Has that affected your resilience muscles? And has it affected your quality of life? That is what I would love to know. How is it affecting you? Because I realise that we're all in this storm, but we're in different boats. So the cost of living crisis and inflation, it affects all of us in different ways. And that's why we've got to acknowledge that different resources are required to successfully navigate through some of these challenges. So we know that gas prices are up 130%. It's horrifying as I'm even sharing that statistic, 130%. And that's based on the Office of National Statistics in March 2023. Electricity is up by 66%. And we know that one in five adults are borrowing money or using more credit because of the cost of living crisis. It's horrifying. And I know for me personally that I'm more mindful and aware of how I'm spending my um, finances, of, of, of how I'm budgeting and where, where I'm buying my groceries from. And that's just how it's affecting me personally. But how is it affecting you? How is it affecting your employees? What are they saying to you as managers? Or what changes are you having to make as an individual or as an organisation? And that's what we'll be exploring on today's episode looking at money mindset and mental toughness and how you can leverage resilience and mental toughness to navigate through the cost of living crisis and to ensure that the money and the income that you're generating that you're using it to your advantage. I'm going to share with you some other stats as well just to kind of contextualize it. So seven in ten adults are spending less on their non-essentials due to the cost of living. And inflation for food and non-alcoholic beverages, this is the worst, 
has risen by 19%. And I, I see this when I'm in the supermarket. It's just horrendous. You go in one week and, I don't know, the cost of um, a, a drink or um, cost of a, a maybe a, a tin of soup, it's just increased. And sometimes you've got to look, you've got to do a double look and think, actually, is that right? So I'm always really mindful of, or a lot more mindful than I was previously in terms of the cost of, of of my groceries because of this rising cost of living. I don't really drink, so that's not really impacted me. But even the non-alcoholic beverages, I've started to buy some of the like sparkling water from other superstores and supermarkets because I know they're cheaper. And I've noticed that some supermarkets and superstores and not stocking certain products. And I my understanding is that that is a consequence of the cost of living crisis. So when we think about that cost of living crisis, we've got to consider how is having a lack of disposable money, a lack, a lack of um, disposable income or a, a reduced income, how is that impacting on you as an individual? And how how and does it require more resilience from from you as an individual from you as a manager from you as a leader from your employees have you noticed a shift within your organization i'd love to to um love to know how it's impacting upon you personally professionally and in your organization so research shows that the unfortunately and I would say, obviously, this cost of living crisis is having an impact on individuals' mental health. And some statistics from Mind and research have found out that the mental health of 8 in 10 Britons is affected by the cost of living crisis. And nearly 20% of individuals have shared that they're, they're, there's a decrease or reduction in how often they talk about their mental health. And nearly 50% say they're not talking about it as much and they're struggling more with their mental health, but they're not talking about it as much because everyone is struggling financially. Everyone is impacted and they're having to make decisions regarding how their money is used to ensure that they can meet their basic needs. So we are, there's a cost of living crisis, but I would say, there's also a mental health crisis because of these additional demands. And all, clearly, if you've got less disposable income, that's going to, going to make you feel more stressed. Of course it is. If it's not, you know, what planet are you living on if, you, if you're not even considering that? So this cost of living crisis has led to an increase in anxiety. People are more worried. People are thinking, you know, are they going to, are you going to meet your, your, um, your your monthly outgoings. Are, have you got enough money to pay for your for your rent for your mortgage? Have you got enough money to meet your basic needs? And all of that just creates a lot of stress. It can also create depression as well and a sense of apathy because you don't have sufficient or you don't have enough resources to meet your basic needs and demands as a human. So in the, in, sen in the sense, when we think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, those basic needs are food, water, a roof over your head. So if they've been compromised, of course, that's going to affect your well-being. Of course, that's going to affect your ability to experience self-actualization. And a lot 
of people, 50% of adults are buying less food. So the quality of food that we're eating has declined. And that will have an impact on physical health. So what I want to share with you in today's episode is some solutions, some ways that you can navigate through that, how you can build your resilience muscles, how you can build mental toughness to successfully navigate through this storm and through some of the challenges. And also just thinking about how you can crush and how you can deal with those three demons of anxiety, depression and stress, which can have an adverse effect on your relationships. It can cause you to feel isolated and it can reduce that sense of achievement, that sense of enjoyment in life because you're not doing the things that you maybe would have done. So some practical stuff that I would suggest is, you know, if you've had to maybe cancel a gym membership or cancel those activities that you would maybe do with friends at the weekend or family, think about what can you do that still will give you that sense of enjoyment and achievement, but maybe costs a lot less or maybe think about doing those activities less frequently. So that's one way that you can address that on an individual level, on a personal level, that can help to build your mental toughness and resilience as well. And in terms of the Rivers to Resilience model, the first model is about self-awareness, locating yourself in terms of resilience. So what I want you to do is consider how resilient are you in this storm? How resilient are you in this cost of living crisis, which started, you know, at the end of 2021? So it's around a year and a half that we've been going through it. So how resilient are you on a scale of naught to 10? What are your men- what's your mental toughness levels like? So just think about that. And then I want you to consider, well, what things are within your control? What things can you do to build your mental toughness and resilience? And how can that positively impact upon your ability to leverage your income or the money that you have? So just have a think about that. Are you doing okay? Would you say that you've already made changes and adjustments, behavioural changes? Are you are you not eating out as much? Are you not, you know, fine dining? Are you having simpler meals? Are you maybe even using a food bank? I know that a lot of people who are working do use food banks, and sometimes you've got to do these things which may feel uncomfortable, but you've got to make those tough decisions which are going to benefit you in the long term. So that's what I want you just to think about. And we're going to move on to looking at mindset because it can, limiting beliefs and thoughts can prevent you from seeking help, from acknowledging that you might be struggling. So I want you just to consider that. What beliefs are causing you to struggle to navigate through this cost of living crisis and i'm not i'm not overlooking the fact that it is a a challenge but what beliefs are there it, maybe you might feel like you're a failure because you can't provide your children or your family with the type of meals that you would want to provide them with maybe you think you're not a good mother but i'm here to tell you you are a good, a good mother you are a good parent you are a good father and in these challenging times, it's important to remember that to focus on what you can control. 
and that will help you to develop a growth mindset. So what do you have control over? What changes can you make? Is it possibly rather than commuting into work? Is it maybe thinking about cycling into work or maybe remote working? So you can save on your travel expenses and there's less um, less distractions or temptations of buying buying lunch, for example. I know for me, when I'm in my office, if I'm not organised, I would be probably tempted to just buy something from um, local supermarket. And all of that, it, it does um, accumulate and build up. So you've got to be mindful of what your what disposable income you do have, what you can do, what you can't do, and also accepting that this is just a season and it's not going to remain, although it may feel at the moment that things are are tight and it's difficult, but things do change. Seasons and chapters change within your life. So just even visualising that in itself can help to reduce the stress and anxiety that you might be experiencing at the moment. What I also want you to consider is what is essential and what is non-essential. Create a list. What is essential for you as an individual? What's essential for your family as a business? What is essential for you in terms of your costs? You might be a small business owner. You might be a large corporate. But what are your essentials? What are your non-negotiables? And then also think about, well, what are the non-essentials? What can you potentially let go of? And how can that help you to enhance your well-being, reduce your stress and reduce your anxiety? Because in order for that for, for you to thrive, you've got to take action. And sometimes if it, when individuals are anxious, it can cause them to procrastinate and to avoid. And that may feel in the moment as if it's solution, but actually in the long term, that leads to your anxiety heightening. So it's all about working towards tolerating uncertainty and also letting go of assumptions such as I should be shopping in this supermarket, i.e. That's just an example. And if you don't have the, the, the budget for that, well, maybe you've got to shop elsewhere, even in terms of is supposable income and, you know, holidays and activities. Sometimes you've just got to let go of those beliefs in order for you to thrive and to navigate through these challenging times with this cost of living crisis, which is affecting all of us. For employers that are listening and organisations, what I want you to consider is what financial well-being solutions are you providing for your employees? Because if you don't consider your employees' well-being holistically by looking at financial well-being alongside mental health, psychological health, opportunities for personal and professional development, that can have an impact upon employee engagement, employee retention, productivity, performance, sickness and absence levels. So that's why it's important for you to consider financial well-being, because we all need to feel secure and in control of our finances. We all need to know that we can pay our bills and deal with the unexpected. So as an an organisation, what are you doing to help your employees navigate through the cost of living crisis? Have you provided employees with additional uh, cost of living payments? 
that's a recommendation from the the CIPD. Have you maybe provided your employees with maybe lunch vouchers or with you know healthy healthy snacks that can help them whilst they're in the workplace so it will lead to a reduction in their expenses have you allowed them to work from home are you offering flexible working these are all of the or these are some of the solutions that you can consider and also it's about creating a culture a workplace culture that is compassionate that is understanding and empathic of the challenges that that your employees and your team members are facing. So as a leader, what I'll be encouraging you to do is to take a compassionate stance, checking in with your employees, checking in with those that you manage in terms of how are they coping in this cost of living crisis, asking is there anything that you can do, even if someone is asking for flexible working, exploring a little bit further to kind of understand and comprehend, is it linked with this cost of living crisis? And sometimes just asking that question can help to reduce the stress. Otherwise, your employees may be in work and carrying all this workload and struggles with tight deadlines and targets, and they may feel quite isolated in their situation. So for you as a manager, it would be helpful for you to maybe share and be a little bit vulnerable and transparent about your experience and how it's impacted upon you. And that can open the door for your employees to share about their experiences and what they may be currently struggling with. And finally, what I want to share is share about some ways that employers can help their employees by thinking about how you can support your your team, your organisation with the cost of food. And it might be just as simple as providing a fridge so employees can bring or bring in their lunch, which will cost less if they're making it at home, maybe lunch vouchers, healthy snacks. But I think it's really important just to be really practical, pragmatic and actually ask your team how can you help you know communicate clearly and gain clarity in terms of how you can help your your team members to reduce that burden of the cost of living crisis and how you can allow them to thrive in terms of their mental health because we know that a lot more people are struggling are feeling more lonely and isolated as a as a consequence of the cost of living and the rise an increase in anxiety, um, stress and depression has also increased. So it's important to think about how you can reduce that, those those demands that are placed upon them. And when I think about stress, it makes me consider the fact that we've all got a stress bucket. So what I want you to do as an individual and as an organisation is think about what can you let go of within your stress bucket? How can you work towards reducing the demands that are placed on you personally and also how can you reduce the demands that are placed upon your employees in your organization because if your employees or if you are more adept at managing stress and overwhelm that is going to help you to be more productive to be more efficient and that's going to enhance the outcomes within your organization 
personally and professionally. And when your team are happy, they're, they're, they're functioning and performing better. And that's win. That's a win-win for everyone. So it's important to invest in your teams and in your and then also in your own well-being and mental health as well. It's been fantastic having you listen to today's podcast. And if you've got any questions or any comments, feel free just to tap your computer, your phone, your keyboard, whatever is in front of you. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Rivers to Resilience. To keep up to date, connect with us online at www.rafatherapyservices.com and on all social media platforms. It's your time to be revived, restored and refocused.